When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Starting off with a probing jab, you can immediately see the height advantage. Cracks the right hand to the body. And another one. Just leaned in effortlessly. Already catching him with the jab. Jesse Mayo knows already. He's in for one. The speed. Oh, the right hand. Caught him on the ear. His companion was on the back of the head. Looked to me to be on the ear as he leaned in. Seven, eight, nine, ten. We'll go to the replay, but you have to go with what the referee called it. That was the voice of uh, Mike and gave a little bit of Monty Beethan thrown in as well, but they were describing David Nika's first pro fight, which uh, went all of just 40 seconds. Uh, Fortunately, this morning, Mike Gangover is going to give us a, a lot more of his time as we go forward uh, looking at the Olympic Games coming up, the boxing side of things as well. Uh, Mike, good morning to you. Highly respect uh, your thoughts on the game. I know not much about it, so I depend on you as well. <laughs> uh, good, to, good to be on. And uh, look, looking forward to seeing how David goes because, uh, in a sense, it's been a long time between drinks. Um, you know, uh, he's our double uh, Commonwealth Games gold medalist, but the step up at, at the Olympics is significant. And uh, he has tremendous talent, but uh, make no mistake, it's a, it's a very, very difficult ask. Well, he's, uh, he really is a, a talent, though. Uh, we've seen him. It's, uh, it's not his first rodeo. Um, he also is highly respected within the group, of course, because uh, he took over uh, as flag bearer at the opening ceremony for Hamish Bond. So... Obviously, just a young man still, Mike, making his way in the game, but uh, very, very highly respected, not just amongst boxers. Yeah, well, um, I mean, uh, as, as a person, David's, David's great. He's, uh, I mean, he's been in and out of our camp uh, over, over at City Kickboxing from time to time, uh, both as a sparring partner um, and, and also when he's looking for sparring on his own. And, uh, you know, he, he fits into either of those roles. He's, a, he's the kind of guy who, who has uh, a degree of gravitas about him, a degree of manner about him, but is also very much a, a team player and just, just a hell of a nice guy to go with what is, you know, in, inordinate talent. 
Um, and you see that when he's sparring with the likes of, uh, of Israel Adesanya with, um, you know, with Junior Farr and obviously in his performances um, over the last few years overseas. I mean, look, he's, he's ranked fourth in his division at the moment as very, very much a, uh, a medal prospect. In fact, he'd probably be ranked higher um, if, uh, you know, he hadn't been on the stiff end of uh, some of the uh, uh, judging decisions over the past couple of years. COVID has, uh, has affected all sport, um, Mike, and, and of course uh, it has affected competition around the world. So it's very hard, and these I, I found going into these Olympics, to get a line on a lot of, of uh, the competitors because we just haven't been able to see them as regularly as we, regularly as we normally would. Uh, what do we know about uh, his opponent today, Yunz Bala of Morocco? Look I, look, I have to say I had to do a, a, quick, a quick search on him. Um, look, he, he's well performed. He's got a good record. David would be favoured. But the, the Moroccans are notoriously tough. Um, they're, they're usually extremely fit um, and they have a never-say-die attitude. Um, so although he's not the favourite, he's one of those guys who also has a very awkward style as well, um, that when you're a very fluid technical boxer like David can create some problems. Remembering these are, these are, um, you know, these aren't professional, you know, 12 round or 10 round bouts. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just the, the shorter duration bouts. And that means if you're out and you're, you're ahead after one round, um, you know, it can, it can be quite a, quite difficult to, to to come back from that. So for David, it is really important that he imposes his style on this guy. He doesn't let the roughhouse tactics and the the unorthodoxy uh, come through, and he makes sure he he gets off to a good start and lands those those clean, slick punches without getting touched, which is his trademark. It seems very hard to tell, apart from a big punch. It seems because of the, the duration of the fights in the Olympics, if you if you start slowly, it takes a lot of getting back in the judges' minds, doesn't it? Um, yeah, look, it, it absolutely does. Um, one, from the point of view of just having impetus, um, you know, in a short-duration fight, if you're off to a good start without even going to the scoring um, the guy's imposed his will and therefore you have to adapt and you have to change and, and a lot of fighters find that very difficult. With David, um, he is a guy who, who can read and he reads fighters well and he, he uh, if you like, he's a, he's a bit of a boxing computer so he will interpret data and react and that's a special skill that he has. Uh, so, something similar to Israel Adesanya when he fights in kickboxing and MMA. Um, you know, he, he reads the opponent um, and, and then makes small adjustments. And uh, that's probably something that, uh, you know, David ha- has in his skill set, which, which is good, but you need to be, particularly with the differing styles you get from different countries around the world in the, in the amateur contest. It sounds from what you're saying as if he's, he's pretty close and takes very close uh, attention to what Israel uh, Adesanya is doing and saying. Uh, what kind of a relationship is that then? Um, if you're talking about between between those two, he, he's come in periodically. Um, Cairo George, where he does a lot of his training down down in Hamilton, um, and, and obviously um, his, his father and brother have come up from time to time. Um, you know, and the good thing with those guys is it's about a couple of guys who have inordinate talent. Um, obviously, David gets the better of the boxing. 
Um, but you can see the similarities in what they do and how they go about the game. And, you know, it's good for elite athletes to work together regardless. And you know yourself, you know, regardless of the field you work in, when you're working with someone else who's elite, you can glean other ideas, uh, other you know, other ways of doing things, different approaches. And obviously because these two are both in, in combat sports, when they have come together, it's been really beneficial. But I, 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 I'd hope to say um, I think David's build-up to to this games in terms of the work he's got and his, his opportunities to, to go overseas and, and compete and be a part of, of different camps has been limited. Um, so that's going to be, you know, one of the keys for him is uh, if you like, well, I wouldn't say getting fit on the job because he'll be fit, but getting fight sharp on the job. That's why it's important for him to, uh, you know, do well in this fight, get three good rounds so he can shake off some of those cobwebs. It's uh, 11 minutes past 10 here on SENZ. We're talking to uh, Mike Angove, who really is a respected uh, boxing aficionado, former kickboxing world champion himself, and... Uh, coach at the City Kickboxing Gym at the moment. Uh, he's uh, mentored the likes of Israel Adesanya, and we're talking about David Nico, who fights this afternoon against a Moroccan opponent. Uh, look, uh, Mike, in terms of uh, the elite, uh, he's mixed also and, and spent some time with uh, Joseph Parker, hasn't he? Yeah, well, that, well, that was a good opportunity for him as, as well, uh, something that, um, you know, I, I, I know talking briefly to Joe, he enjoyed. Um, and you know, leading into the junior far fight, in actual fact, there, there, look, there was a little bit of banter between camps, but, you know, it is what it is, to be honest. Um, you know, uh, Joe uh, wanted a fast opponent, and da- a fast elusive opponent, and, and David um, applies exactly that. And at the time, with, with KB in charge, um, you know, Kim Barry is very, very fitness and conditioning approach. He, he doesn't leave a lot of stones unturned in camp. So that would have given him, um, a, you know, a good look at um, a different style of camp, if, if you like, and also someone who's obviously achieved very well uh, in Joe. Um, so it, it is important, and I think it's important from a New Zealand point of view as well, that, you know, top athletes like that, um, because we don't have a huge population. They get to work together and get to benefit from, uh, you know, experience at world-class level. And and I know David certainly enjoyed it, and Joe did it as well. Uh, Mike Angove, he burst onto the scene, David Nika, uh, back uh, in 2014. He was just a, a kid, a teenager there. He won Commonwealth gold. Uh, what has he done in the ensuing time, and what have you seen develop and that makes you confident that he may well be able to medal this time around? Well, obviously, you can't look past. Um, he's got a lot of tournament success. He's got uh, two Commonwealth Games gold medals, so that's that's well banked. Uh, he's also competed at that top level for for a very long time. Um, you know, he's no longer a, a green kid. He, he's a seasoned fighter, and he's a seasoned international performer at the very, very highest level. Um, and his losses 
have been to guys ranked, you know, number ones, two and three. And often, I, I've got to say, I've looked at them and I thought they could have quite easily gone the other way. Um, the other aspect was he obviously uh, went up into the uh, the 91 kilo weight category, and that took him some time to develop to to build into his frame, um, to get the conditioning and the movement that you require. Um, it's not so easy just just to put on weight. Um, your your body needs to catch up, and then your nervous system needs to catch up. So that's something that that he's done over time. Um, he's also starting to sit down on his shots a little bit more, and you do need that. Um, one of the early signs of early uh, uh, problems for him was where you, often in the third round in close fights, when uh, big stronger men would just walk through him and, and pressure him. Um, you know that, that at, at the highest level, and that kind of just offset him a little bit. And he's learned how to deal with that well. So, so now going into you know this fight, this Olympics, he, he's very, very well set. Uh, just finally, Mike, um, a medal chance for you, a, a decent medal chance. Oh, he's more than a medal chance. Um, you know, he he. he you know, at that level, let's first say, at that level, you know, any one of eight guys could get it. He's ranked number four. Um, he's quite capable of beating any of them on the day. He's superbly conditioned. He's inordinately talented. Um, there's no one else really like him in terms of slickness in the tournament. Depending on who, who he faces, um, depending on his run into the tournament, you know, he, he's very much a, a chance at, at not just a medal, but, um, you know, a gold medal. And I know David would, you know, while an Olympic medal is great, um, you know, a gold medal is, is something that he wants. He, he's not there, you know, he's not there to to be an also-ran, if, if you like. He is there with a very firm focus on, on gold. And, uh, you know, I think for him, he would be disappointed with with anything less than that. Mike Angove, and you're confident, I feel confident, uh, and so I will be glued this afternoon when uh, our very own David Nika takes to the ring against Yunz Bala from Morocco. So step one just one step at a time, Mike, but uh, we'll look forward to him this afternoon. Hey, thanks very much for your time. I know you're a busy busy bloke uh, with what you're doing, but uh, it's great to get your insight uh, into his chances this afternoon. Thank you. No problems. My pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Mike Ango, what a <coughs> what a legend he is. We used to throw that word legend around a lot, but he is. I mean, and you only have to listen to him uh, commentate and talk about boxing, kickboxing, etc., to know full well uh, he is uh, number one in New Zealand when it comes to that. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.